So without further ado, our main event, the fall 2020 anime season. So I, I think a lot of anime fans were fairly, or at least from what I saw, were fairly disappointed with the summer 2020 season because there were like really 10 uh, new series, uh, not counting the short form anime or the returning ones of like Fire Force, No Guns Life, and uh, the Digimon one and Opera Ranman that came back after the COVID delay. Um, so in general, like before we get into the nitty gritty, what are y'all's thoughts about the fall 2020 season? I um, I was really hyped going into the season because I felt like there was going to be more. But in truth, there was um, some things that were delayed, pushing it back beyond this season that were really what I was hyped, actually hyped about. Um, Attack on Titan isn't coming until the very end of the season. Um, to Your Eternity, um, that's a, another Crunchyroll exclusive that's coming up that I'm really excited about. That one doesn't come. They, they pushed that one back until like January, I think. Um, yeah that's probably for the winter season then right 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 so uh, all in all like I mean I've, I've gone through everything from the season and you know I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that's like going to excite a lot of people but it's like you know good good quality content but for me personally I'm actually really not that like stoked about anything I do have a few things that I'm like interested in seeing like hey like what's this all about but for the most part the animes that I saw like the trailer or I knew about previously that i'm like oh my god i have to see that there's not a lot of those this this uh this season all righty uh mike what do you think um now i i haven't been able to watch everything on on the list but this the stuff that i have seen is like it it pretty much scratches a lot of a lot of my itches like there's there's a great there's a great deal of um like a great a great deal of fa- of fantasy fantasy shows that have my attention, but some of the best ones on this list um, involve a lot of like villain protagonists, or or like stories that are more uh, that have more like gray morality. Right, we'll, right. We'll get it. We'll get into some Grim of dark, my favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um. I was very happy with this one. I think like uh, for just a quick thoughts on the summer 2020, I thought it was fine. There wasn't a whole lot to look forward to outside of maybe like decadence, which I think is a great anime. Yes. Um, and then there was like the polarizing as it went on a uh, God of high school, even though those first <laughs> few episodes were pretty awesome. Um, and then, I mean, I I found Uzaki-chan wants to hang out kind of cute. I kind of dropped out of uh, Rent-A-Girlfriend because it's just, there are some things that were just rubbing, rubbing me the wrong way about that show. Okay. Um, and, there, and there just wasn't a whole lot there just because of COVID delaying everything. Like a lot of these shows were supposed to be in the summer season, but then got pushed to this season. So, um, and then vice versa, so. So we're going to go through, I've categorized the about 27 new shows. And if y'all have any uh, questions about the ones that you didn't see, uh, just feel free to ask. I watched all of them for three episodes each. Some of them were a pain to get through. <laughs> so I, 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 I can I can tell which, which ones are the pains because they're the ones that I've seen too. Yeah, so we're going to start with um, Assault Lily Bouquet, which is on uh, Funimation. 
which is based off of the light novel um, by Kasama Hiroyuki, and um, it's animated by Shaft, the same studio that did Madoka Magica. Hey, uh... and, and unfortunately, this one for me, while not the worst one I've seen, seen it's still one of the worst. Well, it's still one of the bad ones just because it seems like it's trying to recapture that Madoka Magica. But it's like, it's like amongst anime, there's, you know, Higurashi and Madoka Magica. It's those anime that's like, oh, these look cute. And then something insanely twisted happens. Mm. And uh, I didn't like this one. It just seemed like it was like, it was more focused on introducing a bunch of side char- like characters up front and the girl-on-girl romance. And I joked about this a lot because it's like the most noteworthy thing about Assault Lily Bouquet. Uh, the uncomfortable amount of thigh shots. There are thigh <laughs> so shots. So many up- thigh shots. Oh, it's so, it's like, it gets to that, I like, I get it. It's for like fan service and to be cheeky and whatnot, but it's also, get, but it gets to that point where it's kind of uncomfortable. Like, uh, I think my anime new, uh, list made a joke post saying, if you're curious, there's a thigh shot a minute in the first episode. <laughs> and it's like, this anime matches thigh shots like Battlefield Earth does Dutch angles. And, <laughs> and it's just like the girls aren't really all that interesting. And like when, and the action's kind of okay. The, uh, I don't know. It, it, it was just very dull to me. And in that, like I saw the fourth episode and it's starting to hit a hit like its stride, but it's a little too late. You know, you kind of have to grab someone on the first episode or else you lose pe- most people. Uh, Mike, what did you think? Um, I, I, I struggled to even like come up with thoughts on this. Um, I, I didn't even know it was based on a light novel until like after I watched like the three episodes um, and went to Wikipedia, like based on a light novel. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That's why, that's why it's very, it has like all the Yuri tropes in it. It's why the villains or like the monsters are just a bunch of faceless uh, metal things. Mm-hmm. It's why the story is not really all that interesting. And it's, it's just like, if you want to get someone with like Yuri romance and whatnot, or just like, um, I know there's a different term. Like I know Yuri is like a, diff- a certain definition for female romance. I forgot what the other one is. That's a little more wholesome and like romance novelish. Um, is it Shoujo Eye? I think so, but I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me. Um, but it's like, there's already a Sojo Eye anime out this season that's actually a lot better. It kind of captures that intimacy between the characters. Like if you've seen like Liz and the Bluebird or like a uh, Sound Euphoria, uh, Euphorum. Um, now, uh, Mike, did you see this show? I, I didn't. I pretty much watched the um, the previews for almost everything that's even slightly interested me based upon the, the title and the um and like the poster and this did interest me i i do i'm a big fan of the magical girl um kind of like even like the the less dark like but more action oriented magical girl stuff i do enjoy yeah um like i'm a big fan of uh well middle Magica is great uh yuki yuna um is really good yuki yuna de aru wayusha i think it is 
mm-hmm. uh, uh, love that that franchise that series. I heard they're bringing that back. So when I saw this, I'm like, okay, you know, check it out. And it, it did feel very light novelish. Like typically for me, when I see something where it almost feels as though the characters are the only people in the entire world. Like, you know, it's from a night, a light novel. <laughs> well, I, 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 and, I made the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So no. I saw this. I'm like, you know, it just doesn't feel, it feels like these characters are going to have to be incredibly interesting for me to get in, invested in this, despite the fact that the world feels so um, not lived in, like almost like as if it's a stage, Oh, you know? Yeah. yeah and, you know, it didn't seem like they were that interesting. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, the, the, the girls are the only citizens you see in the Ever. anime. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could tell. And, and I was just kind of like, not because I'm like, I'm one of those people, but I was like, are there any guys in this show? And, right. and it's like the fourth episode. It's like, oh my gosh, the headmaster, he's an old man. But we finally know there's a man among mm-hmm. the, everyone else. Probably, so. I mean, he has to be their dad, right? <laughs> oh, Who's gosh, the mom? I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> If um, <laughs> no, uh, sorry, just this anime was just bad to me, so uh, we're just gonna move on. The next one I put down was King's Raid Successors of the Will, and it's based off of the free to play South Korean mobile RPG. It's being it's directed by Makoto Hoshino, and it's animated by Oriental Light and Magic, the same and Sunrise Beyond. Oriental Light and Magic are the same studio that work on the Pokemon films. Um, and just because I've seen all the new anime, this is the most boilerplate anime fantasy or fantasy anime you could think of. It's like there's nothing interesting about it. And the fact that it takes four episodes for there to be other enemy varieties outside of skeletons, mm. it's so boring. Yeah. And it's just like I'm falling asleep as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, what did you think? Um, I thought it was fine. You're you're absolutely right in that it's like as as generic as possible. But um, in my opinion, the worst episode is episode one. But two and three are were just good enough that I think I will continue this one. Hmm. Well, the fourth episode uh, does get a little more dramatic and. Uh, get ready to see the death of a character not a main character but still like (laughs) you'll see um but it's like i think the reason why i'm harsher on this one is because we have a few fantasy anime out this season that are just i think a hundred times better or more interesting like sleepy princess in the demon castle (laughs) i can't wait to talk about that one oh yeah so um we're gonna move on then to my uh to probably the worst anime of the bunch, probably Oof. the worst of the season, <laughs> in my opinion, at least. And I think Mike's also. Oh, hell uh, yeah. My Setsu opening act. Now, on premise alone, about uh, girl, these uh, college girls who want to become comedy duos, that sounds kind of cool. A uh, anime series about becoming a comedian. Sorry that you're not funny. <laughs> that's Ew. the biggest problem is that for a comedy anime it's comedy falls flat just flat just no jokes work and to be fair mike and i've kind of talked about this we think there might be a cultural barrier between with like the whole culture of like comedy duos in japan but it's just not funny mm. even the jokes even when the punchline is that the joke doesn't work doesn't work 
that's a huge problem when the joke doesn't work doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) because because you can have that happen fuzzy bear from the muppets has made a career of jokes that fall flat but are still funny because but um and then it also does this well so let's see i i can complain about everything about this show no, I, I love um, i love listening to this <laughs> um so it's directed by you nobuta and it's uh animated by studio gokumi um and acts uh, this uh, i can't say the studio's name axes because it's like capital a x mm. tiny axes yeah axes i think yeah. and it's like like i said it's a comedy anime that's not funny and mm. it's just and, but I mean, is it, it anything else i mean like is there anything else interesting about the anime no well no <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, and Oof. the um uh and the creep well i i guess it's not creepy but kind of is the art style is garbage not because it like it looks cheap or chintzy or just like soulless it's because it, it's the whole anime age thing where it's like these kids these kids these characters look like they're kids no they're 20 Mm. they're college girls that look like 12 year olds Mm. and i think it's a classic situation that that's i'm I'm not sure if you had that whole discussion on this podcast that's a whole that's a whole four course meal of a discussion to have on a whole different podcast but um basically my like my i guess my short and maybe hot take on that is that it's just like cuteness like you make anything cartoony and more round and bubbly and cute and it like in our minds like everything associated with that image is young, including the image itself. But I'm not sure that's necessarily correct. But yeah, that's a very interesting point though. <laughs> no, it's just like they look, it's it's distracting. That's why I kind of bring it up. Sure, um, sure. My, uh, Mike, do you have any thoughts since you watched this one also? Um, okay, so this is definitely the worst anime I've seen of the bunch. Um, but I have a little bit more of a personal reason. Um, sure, I'll give... I'll give the show the benefit of the doubt in that maybe because uh, like, because it's like set in Japan, their, their style of humor or like the way um, stand-up comedy works is different from the U S but I, I know and am friends with people um, in America who do stand-up comedy. Um, I've been to a couple stand-up shows so like, I, I know, I know what's funny. Um, and that's the other thing. Comedy is all about timing and the sh- show just, just straight up isn't funny. And when, when that is like the core premise of your series and it's not working, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm, I think it's, like i said i think it's a cultural thing i think their comedy works a little more different than ours or to like to what i would consider like u.s comedy sensibilities um but it's like it's a lot of talking and there was rarely a punchline that like i could tell where the punchlines were i was just like i i don't get it (laughs) um but yeah we're gonna move on from that so (laughs) it's the worst one so now we are into the mediocre ones and i'll 
kind of go through these since I know. Hey, my, by the time we get to the end, we'll be we'll be cooking, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, it, the best ones are like make up for everything in these two. Oh, yeah. Like bottom categories. So, <laughs> uh, so for the mediocre section, I have uh, Dropout Idol Fruit Tart, and this is another idol anime. Um, it's another based on, one. yeah, yeah, <laughs> another one. Just play that gif on repeat. Uh, you'll, 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 we'll, we'll be using it quite a lot this, um, <laughs> this season. So it's based off of the manga by So, uh, so Hama uh, Yumiba and it's directed by Kiichiro Kawaguchi, who, fun fact, is the director behind the Higurashi reboot, remake, sequel kind of Ooh. thing. Good to know. Um, so, it's kind of weird to see him do a slice of life comedy without the impending dread. <laughs> I mean, what's kind of cool about what's kind of interesting, the whole gimmick is that like this idol group of uh, teenage girls are uh, dropouts and they're within their own respective uh, careers. Like you got the, the wide eye hopeful who moves from the countryside to the city. Then you have this one character who's obviously there for the Moe bait. Um, who was a a pre uh, or like a former child actor. Um, Then you had the one who's a model, who's of course the curviest one of the bunch because duh. Um, And though sadly, unfortunately, a lot of people like to point out that her, like her only personality trait are her boobs. And unfortunately that's what the anime does. I've never seen an anime like that ever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like, there's a, there's a tasteful way to be trashy, but this is not it. Um, And then you got like the rocker who does the rock star who doesn't like to work with other people. Yeah. She's aggressive. I mean, yeah. Uh, Well, she's also social. Yeah. Well, she's like the, the dumb one of the bunch. And, um, and then it's like, they're trying to become idols and whatnot. And they have to go through like the stuff of like becoming new and getting a new fan base and whatnot. And it's, it's cute. And it's kind of funny to see, the main character be like man i can't wait to go to tokyo it's going to be this fabulous place and then it's like huh it's not really what i expected it's just a city <laughs> yeah um and unfortunately like the first episode a lot of the what a lot of the kind of the gross humor and issues come with the uh model girl being harassed so mm. And it's and like, but finally by like the fourth episode, there are some decent jokes, and it does like look nice. It's pr- pretty well animated, for a lot of obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> um, because it's partially a fan service show. Uh, like for their Do first, not be able. That's I'm sorry for interrupting. That's Go one ahead. thing. Like I watch a ton of anime, like an abs, like a, a metric ton of anime. But that's one thing that I just hate about anime. That is like you can't tell. Like if you were to look at this this cover, there's no way you'd be able to tell that this is a fan service anime. Like that's so frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, no, it it's is. A, it's almost like it's a it's almost like a Trojan horse. Like yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> even, even even a show that has like nothing to do with romance, they'll they'll still they'll still find a way to shove it in. Right. Yeah. No, that's the problem. Um, they'll it's like and they do a lot of Yuri baiting also in this show because of course they do and. Um, I think the one joke I laughed at is like they're doing their first official performance and unfortunately like their manager who's kind of ratty and sleazy says mm. like you got to look sexy for this so they all trying to get like quote unquote different uh, underwear like two of them wear like school uniform swimsuits and one mm. wears a bi- the model wears a bikini because obviously and mm-hmm. um, 
but then they're like man i don't feel comfortable wearing this so instead they wear like the frilly skirts and uh like their idol uniform but they have <laughs> but they have track pants below them mm. like uh, like sweatpants and whatnot so it's like mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna wear this and they're like no take those off <laughs> <laughs> no and that, that like, is kind of funny it's kind of meta you know like, yeah no um there's a few like i don't know if this anime is trying like can't commit to the slight meta-ness of the world that they're making but i don't know i mean i've seen worse i think the one that i'm going to talk about next is actually way more frustrating but um give it a watch if you want i mean i could recommend a hundred different anime to watch over this one but uh well we'll see so the next one is no noblesse it's a new Crunchyroll exclusive it's based off of a uh korean comic a uh south korea yeah mawa webtoons yeah webtoons and so pop quiz did y'all know you had to watch an ova of this uh show before you could actually watch the show yeah before not before you told me oh god so they released about four years ago a OVA for the show. It's basically the pilot. And then they act they finally made it. And if that wasn't frustrating enough that if you did not know about this OVA, that you were jumping in blind and you'd be confused as hell. Um, the animation quality falters, and that's a shame because this is production IG. Yeah. And oh, um, so good usually. Well, you can tell that they put all their money in Moriarty the Patriot. So <laughs> um, <laughs> um and because the the film the show looks cheap it's slow pace and it's another vampire anime where it's, it's like, a webtoon it's like listen i'm sorry to, to burst all you anime fans out there bubble who think that webtoon is going to be the new bastion the new frontier of anime but uh no it's it's not no. like most of these webtoon stuff is garbage i'm sorry <laughs> no it, it's fine it's just like you can tell like i said production ig put their money into moriarty the patriot and haikyuu um and it's just like the story's slow it's really boring and the vampire stuff doesn't really come in until like the fourth episode and it it does one of those things what i hate where it's like very generic character archetypes like Mm. like they have this this crew of bad guy vampires and one of them super fat and all he does in every scene he is in he's eating eating some yes (laughs) he's eating something and it's like can you do something else yeah do you have any other character trait? That Which is you're- funny that you say that because another show that uses character archetypes to an extreme degree, but also I think to a, a more effective degree is a show that I both think that we can agree that we enjoy, enjoy which is Akudama Drive, which is super archetypical. But, yes. But like super, like every scene, like they react exactly the way you expect. Someone's spinning a knife. Someone's, you know, talking about some like sort of medical thing. Like every single scene, like that is their pers- their entire personality. But I'm sorry, I'm jumping, yeah. I'm jumping way ahead. I'm sure you probably oh, no, but, uh, no, I, I would <laughs> love to talk about Akudama Drive more than this. So, uh, it's, but yeah, but we're going to move on for Noblesse. Say. Uh, the only thing that's kind of mildly amusing about it is that the lead vampire character, has his immortal servant who runs who helps run the school that they all go to and the house that they live in and the servant is actually like super controlling of like hey we'll eat here but you also got to clean up your mess and it's cute but it's like it's a little too little too late and since it looks worse than the OVA it's like I'd rather watch the OVA you know it's that it's that kind of thing (laughs) does Um, the OVA tell like a complete story or or is it like pretty it's, obviously a pilot 
it's a pilot because the, the show actually picks up from the OVA. Mm. So oh, that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, no, that's kind of cool. But since I almost fell into that trap of not knowing about it until I saw a comment pop up about it, hmm. it's like, oh no. <laughs> like, no, Crunchyroll did not tell anyone about this. Um, so we're going to move on. So we're going to go to the ne- the other slightly female fan servicey girls doing a hobby thing anime called Iwa Kara Keru um sports climbing girls so it's a whole anime about uh sports cli- like wa- wall climbing and whatnot and you can kind of tell this was maybe too niche for its own good <laughs> you know it's like it it looks the cheapest among all the anime that i've seen like even the ones that i consider worse are better looking Mm-hmm. and it you know it, and it's like character designs are kind of wonky and there is this kind of cool little character gimmick for the main character who was like who used to be a gamer but of course this is anime so being a hardcore gamer means you're still a hot anime girl uh <laughs> um hey man it, it, it often uh often imitated but never uh duplicated, never duplicated. yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, now I want to watch Aladdin because <laughs> <laughs> um and it's fine. It's like it's a very generic shonen kind of anime. I I kind of like the idea that she shonen. Well, Ugh. not not I mean it's not like it's not like Haikyuu or Naruto no, I, in that I actually sense. dislike shonen. I'm not being ironic. I'm just No, 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 no. I no, I understand. Um but it's like, but I say I I describe it as shonen because the the show has like previews of like these characters who are going to be specialized climbers and whatnot, and it's that kind of thing. Mm. Um, it's just fairly boilerplate. It's nothing all that interesting. I kind of gave up on episode four because it got a little uh, molesty. Mm. <laughs> Just because, and then like the first are, episode, is, are the rocks on the wall molesting them or something as they climb? Or? No, no, thank God. Um, that's an entirely different. That sounds like a hentai premise. Um, no, uh, no, it's just like uh, they in the fourth episode after they go out to this uh, rock climbing tra- like training thing, they go to this place where they get their supplies, and this woman who runs the play the supply place is just like get naked and it's like wait what no it's like no take off your shoes so i can feel your feet but that's like oh. not but it's not better <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> it's 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 like anime has this issue where it's like they think being gropey and perverse is it's funny funny yeah. that you have to be careful with that because it can be super i rarely sp- think it is i rarely what they do is they make the characters feel and look super uncomfortable and and like very like but then they like one i guess they expect you to laugh your character's like screaming and like pushing the like this is terrible like yeah. this is cruel mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exactly that so um we're gonna move on it's just yeah. there's, there's nothing i don't know i think it's too much of a niche interest to be popular but we'll see i i could be wrong i could be i someone could be listening to this and be like you guys have screwed up you talked about my favorite anime (laughs) (laughs) just like that too (laughs) yeah um so the next one i kind of put up like i think it has an interesting premise but i don't think the execution there it's um i'm standing on a million lives this is a uh not the because you know you gotta have one the dark gritty edgy isekai anime um 
So it's based off it's based off of a manga by Naoki uh, Yamakasa. It's directed by Kumihiko Abara, and it's being produ- produced by Maho Films. And the whole gimmick of this one is that a guy gets warped into a fantasy world. That's not the gimmick. Um, <laughs> um, that's basically boilerplate. Completely um, original. Yeah, completely original. Um, so what happens is, like, the whole gimmick of this is that he gets roped in with these uh, two girls who are there before him, and they have to complete uh, certain quests, quests, and they get, like, a roulette wheel of, like, different classes. And the, the one kind of funny gimmick is that he gets, like, the uh, first girl gets a knight class, the... Uh, the blonde girl gets a uh, wizard class. The the edgy uh, edge lord boy gets um, <laughs> the farmer class. <laughs> nice. Like he's only a civilian ca- uh, class mm-hmm. character, and the the whole gimmick is it's basically like a multiplayer game. You know, like if you play like a uh, Overwatch or something like that, where mm-hmm. or Halo, where if someone else dies, you can stay alive. Like. Like if you if someone else stays alive, you can respawn and whatnot. Oh, okay. That's basically the whole gimmick of. That allows the characters to die, to die more than once. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not it's not like Dot Hack or Sword Art Online where it's like if you die in the game, you die for real. Um. Except Sword Online completely abandoned that premise after like the first season. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, and it's just like, it's fine. It, there's nothing really stand out about it. I think it's an ugly looking show. Um, the only thing kind of funny is that like the game master kind of speaks in this uh, broken English. Not It's not English, but it's like kind of like someone accidentally not knowing how to do Shakespearean, like British, <laughs> like play that kind mm. of stuff. Oh. Um, so. So cringe. Yeah, cringe. Um <laughs> But it's like, but I, what fails it is that like the characters are not great. The male character is just too much of like an obnoxious, like twit to uh, be like he's like, man, I hate Tokyo. I just hate this city. I don't like anything here. Mm. And then it's like I get to take out my my aggression on these goblins and whatever and so whatnot. Basically, he's a he's an edgy shonen MC like every other shonen MC that's ever like, oh, I'm gonna become the thing that I hate. I'm gonna kill a thing, a thing I hate until I become the thing that yeah. I hate, like that kind of thing. Like yeah, it, Tokyo but, I Ghoul, mean, like, Attack on Titan, like you know, yeah, Sasuke. Kind, kind, kind of <laughs> like, but like just not really interesting. And yeah. I mean, the only other kind of funny thing about the anime is that like, they, since they don't do like they they don't cater to the fantasy of like, oh, we're gonna have great action scenes and such. No, the the wizard sucks. The 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 girl knight doesn't really know how to use her sword and of course the guy, the kid is the boy is stuck with, with like farming utensils and equipment so um they farming all can't simulator. they all can't do too much so it's like it's kind of interesting but it's also like it takes too long to get interesting if mm. that makes sense you know it's like it takes a little too long for the action to start getting good and how far did you get uh three episodes hmm. and uh, then it's like they introduce another girl character and that's kind of a problem it's i wouldn't it's call harem. it a, i wouldn't call it a full-on harem because they all kind of are neutral about one another though i think they all it's just dis- right it's disproportionately female for the sake of the the the, the implied tension yeah and mm-hmm. there's like there's i mean there are male characters and whatnot it's just what happens in this anime is that like he gets like three or four 
anime girls to come with him so mm-hmm. um phrasing um <laughs> <laughs> um so i don't know it's like if it if it didn't have the respawn mechanic i would just put this in the worst category but i i kind of dig that i just don't know if i want to commit to finding out if it gets better it's mm. that kind of thing sure no, i i know all too well <laughs> yeah the plight uh, of the seasonal anime watcher <laughs> yeah so uh next up is average this these are the ones i kind of categorize with like uh like they're not the best but they're not the worst and they have like potential to be amazing um so this one's on funimation it's called our last crusade or the rise of a new world did uh either of you see this one what's I the japanese not. title uh <laughs> i don't know uh, let me see uh fall 2020 uh here we go um kami to boku no saigo no senjo aruiwa sekai ga hajimaru saizen saizen yeah Oh, I see it. No, wait, no. Yeah. Do I? Yeah, it, oh, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's by it's next. No saigo no sinjo aruiwa sekai ga hajimaru seisen, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess have the uh, my anime list just in case because I'm going to use the. English That's what titles. I'm using too. Um, well, I'm using uh. Yeah, other yeah, one, AKA similar. you can spot the one you can spot which one this is because they all look like Sword Art Online characters. Yeah, yeah. Even with the split in half and the yeah everything. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's it's like this weird fantasy technology world and it's a pseudo romeo and juliet kind of setup that sounds amazing i love romeo and juliet yeah um i think it's kind of cute it's fine you have to get through one character in the first episode who has like an air siren high voice oh not uh, but it's a side character so you don't Mm. see her often um but it's just like a weird look like design i think it's like it's an art direction clash because it's like the fantasy stuff clashes with the with the future stuff mm. but i do like the main characters like at least like the chemistry of like this guy is a soldier who got put to prison because he let a uh, witch escape and like this one side of the world doesn't like witches and magic and whatnot because they tried to kill them and what and what have you and I mean, you know, I wouldn't yeah, like it, him either. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's really like kill a, him and all that. Yeah. I didn't like him. Yeah, well, it's like Things it's a, complicated. Like, yeah, it's like like it's a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Um, so it's like you know, two two nations don't like each other, and there's a neutral city where they meet. And if this can do better than the actual Romeo and Juliet anime adaptation, I'll be elated. I hated that Romeo and Juliet adaptation. With the tree not, at the end and all that bull crap. <laughs> I did not know there wasn't. I shouldn't I, be shocked, but I'm a, I'm aware of the Romeo X Juliet. I just haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, it's due to garbage. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Well, you might like this one. I I, I kind of recommend it because the action's pretty decent. But it it like I said, it's like a lot of the characters look like they're from Sword Art Online. <laughs> so if that's as long as they don't act like it, then okay. Uh, <laughs> they're. I can't really tell because it's been forever since I dropped off of Sword Art on online and whatnot. Um, I mean, if it's after season one, part one, then that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's like if you like that kind of stuff, watch it. Uh, it's I decided pretty... my list. All right. I'm actually happy that you brought this out because I I wouldn't have looked at it until you kind of talked about it a little bit and uh, yeah. yeah. So um, the next one is called Magatsu Wa- uh, Warheit. I can't say that it's like German. Um, 
Well, I can, but it's just kind of a tongue twister. Um, so this is based off. So um, let me see here. It's I think it's at the very bottom of the my anime list, but I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here, Magatsu Warheit Zwerst. 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 Okay, thank you. <laughs> and this is uh, another one. It's it's based off of a mobile game by K Lab, and it's uh, directed by Naoto Hosoda and uh, produced by Yokohama Animation Laboratory. It's a steampunk World War One looking world with some fantastical elements. And it ta- that has my interest. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty solid. I mean, I wouldn't say it's anything outstanding, but uh, I it definitely like if you get past the first episode, it gets pretty interesting um, because it follows like this lead of terror. Uh, I say it's like it gets interesting with this lead of terrorists. Okay. Well, <laughs> the last thing that reminded me, that reminded me of the description you just gave me was um, Lolly, Lolly Hitler. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. I forgot. <laughs> they had the same kind of steampunk, kind of like, you know, World kind of Euro like thing yeah. going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it kind of has like elements that remind me of like uh, Valkyria Chronicles. If... Oh, yeah. Ooh, but not not entirely like that, but kind mm. of similar. But no, if you like that kind of stuff, I, 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 you know, at least it's not that comedy anime that we said was the worst. So, uh, <laughs> um, so the next one is called uh, The Day I Became a God. And it's by uh, Yoshiyuki Asai, who did uh, Clanad or Clanad or... Oh, come on, man. Clanad, you haven't seen that? No, I no, I have. I'm, I'm just making sure I say the name right. Um, <laughs> and it's by uh, PA Works. And it's about a young girl claiming to be Odin. By the way, there are two anime this season where there's a young ki- kid character named Odin. So there should be a rule on that. Um, so she pals around with this young boy who uh, happens to be named after a sun goddess. Um, and she tells him like, hey, you know what? The world's going to end in 30 days. Um, and I'm not entirely sure how to feel about this show. On one hand, I think Odin, the this young Moe girl, is really annoying. I don't know if mm. you all have seen this one, but uh, uh, um. But it's also kind of funny. Like it, it definitely has better comedy uh, than some of the other stuff. But it's also like PA works, so you don't know if yeah. this thing's gonna be amazing or it's gonna be a dumpster well, fire. It's gonna look like Nagino Asakura, but it's also probably gonna be as boring as Nagino Asakura. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. At, at least it looks nice. And there's this one joke where it's kind of funny where uh odin helps uh the, this boy's sister to make to make movies for like a submission to film cl- like a film school hmm. and they ca- and they do a, a parody of armageddon and uh rocky <laughs> not right. at the same not at the same time but and like and it's kind of funny because there's this uh girl that the, the male lead is crushing on who has like this super deadpan delivery to all of her lines hmm. and it's so comment- called uh Kudari, right she's a Kudari. Um, like Ray Ayanami? Yeah. I mean, like, not as, like, I guess not as deadpan, but still just kind of, like, she makes fun of the fact that, like, when they're making these short films, the dad's there, and she's like, doesn't the dad have to go to work? And then it's like, they move on to the next film parody, and she's like, does your dad have a job? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, she's totally not, like, committing to the film bits. So, mm. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it They kind of introduce this super elite hacker character in the fourth episode or third i forgot um 
I don't know if you're if you're a fan of PA works and uh, Yoshiyuki Asai's previous work of Clannad uh, and whatnot. Clannad's incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. So like, that's it, key sound label who did the um, original um, uh, light novel, which the story is was really what really pushes that. You know. Yeah, yeah. So if you're into that uh, work, that studio and that director's work, definitely check it out if you want. But I I don't know. I'm kind of. Again, with the seasonal anime watching, I don't know if I want to commit to it. Mm. Now, here's one that I think was kind of interesting because it was the only anime to have a one-hour premiere. and it um, It's called Warlords of Sigdrifa, uh, or uh, I guess for its Japanese name, uh, Senyoku no Sigdrifa, or I don't know. I, I hope I say the, the Sigdrifa part correctly. Um, it's a original anime, Um and it's basically if you took like Razapon and and Evangelion, where it's like these mystical things have come down and are destroying Earth, and a bunch of child soldiers have to uh, like stop them. But instead of like fighting like in super modern tech fighter jets or robots and such, all these uh, anime waifu girls pilot old-fashioned airplanes basically like biplanes and world war ii planes that are just customized to their uh liking or to their personality and combat style it's basically like if you combine evangelion with the raiden games so interesting uh, that sounds amazing i think it's like <laughs> yeah no it it's kind of weird it the anime kind of has a tone issue from what i observed from the four episodes i've seen because it's mm. like it's super serious at one point but it's also like the anime girls are super bubbly and mm. like the, the whole gimmick is like these young anime girls are like super pilots. Like they're the only ones who can take down these uh, enemies known as the pillars. Um, and it's like, they have like these military uh, air supports and uh, like mechanics and whatnot. And it's like, they cheer them on. Mm. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if you watch my, like Macross and whatnot and mm, like how, yeah. how that franchise used to use like pop idols as like mm. like motivation and such like to pump up the fighters and whatnot but the it's pop like idols a whole, are the a whole series with like the pop idols as the main characters <laughs> yeah i mean like it, but they don't but they aren't like idols i mean mm. they're not like singing and whatnot they're just like cute anime girls uh and fighter jets and whatnot and it's having a weird time trying to balance out uh, being ser- self-serious alongside of being kind of goofy and funny. Mm. Like they're, like the fourth episode has them like out of like location because uh, one of the characters got shot shot down and they're repairing the plane and whatnot. And they have to sneak back to this area where the pillars uh, reappeared. And there's like all these different variants. That's why I kind of compare it to Evangelion and Razapon. Mm-hmm. Um, because like they had to fight like all these different alien, like, monster looking things that like turn into trees once they're killed mm. um and like the one the fourth episode has them like having to sneak back like through an ocean um entry back to like the hangar where their planes are but they have to some for some reason be in their swimsuits <laughs> interesting but i will give them credit they actually do male and female fan service so like all the guys are dressed in like those uh not speedos but uh, it's kind of like a banana hammock kind of thing. Um, <laughs> like, well, okay. you know what I mean? Like those, those cloth things that right, you see right, like, right. Um, and 
there's this one reoccurring joke where they have to get the girls across these uh date like these part like these gaps in mm. the path in the paths and there's this one pretty boy looking anime guy and like anytime like after he completes his mission of like don't worry i'll use my body to bridge the gap he like <laughs> he like falls like he either like falls off the cliff or dies and they're like oh my god pretty boy's dead mm. and then like the next time that they uh get to another challenge he pops up again and they're like oh my god he's back and they're like didn't you just die <laughs> so it, it, it's a weird mixed bag and i yeah. i kind of like it but the writing's not super strong but it, but it's made by a1 pictures mm. and um they're, they're, it actually they're pretty it, they're like it, they're pretty good they're they're yeah, some ups and downs but yeah but um they're actually it's actually pretty well animated like all things considered like the cgi and the 2d mix pretty well the cgi is mostly in the planes and whatnot so because of course they are um and i forgot who exactly is um let's see director uh hirotaka tokuda um and uh let's see he worked on like a bunch of grand crest uh and well of course sword art online yeah <laughs> which also is more a1 pictures content so i'm not surprised yeah um but i mean like if this sounds like your kind of thing of like flying retro planes and fighting monsters and whatnot you know give it a watch it's just that first hour long episode is kind of rough it's a little too slow <laughs> hmm. um but yeah, I, and I apologize. If any of y'all have seen any of these I'm going through, just chime in because I'm just going to keep going through and giving little description and opinions. And No, it's, it's great. And I, uh, um, a lot of these shows, actually some of these shows, like I'm actually really happy that you've, you've kind of bring, bring it to light because I've kind of skimmed through some of this stuff. And some of the stuff slipped through my radar and you've so far have like actually got me on to two of these things. So I've added it to my considering list, which I wasn't considering before. So that's actually, you know, this is good stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um, so this next one is another uh, izakai. You know, drop a nickel in a in a jar for every izakai that pops up every season. Mm. Um, it's called Kuma 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 Bear, and it's based so off bear, of bear, 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 bear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's also part the entire joke in the anime. Uh, so it's based off a bunch of light novels and manga by Kuma Nano. And the anime is directed by Hisashi Ishii and Yu, uh, Yu Nobuta. It's produced by EMT Squared. And it, the one gimmick about this one is that it's a 15-year-old girl getting zapped into an online VR MMORPG. But she gets like a special item and it's this uh, bear suit. <laughs> Not Nicolas Cage in the Wicker Man bear suit. So that would be It's like a bear onesie. Yeah, it's a bear onesie, and she gets these uh, bear puppets also. And you think, like, oh, what the hell? This looks like a joke item. Kind of like when you play, like, Soul Calibur, and you get that one joke weapon that everyone has. Um, but they can bite your head off. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's like, but she gets, like, the One Punch Man treatment, where she's, like, super strong, has, mm. like, the best magic and whatnot. And <laughs> they kind of base, like, they do have an interesting setup, like, the... Uh, the main character kind of lives by herself and apparently she makes so much money that she can do so and her parents travel around a lot and she's apparently being looked up looked after by her grandfather and but the anime is kind of more interested in just being this kind of cutesy kind of wor fantasy world and yeah, i wouldn't I, mind I kind of love the episode titles it's like bear comma appears bear, <laughs> little girl and so on and so forth 
Oh, it, it's very cute. And it's like, even though she's like this super OP character and she looks ridiculous, she's like the main hero of that <laughs> VR world. Though, again, it's a, it's one of those things where it's like, is it a VR world or is it like, did they want Decadence. to... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that. But Don't or, spoil or, it. or it's like, or it's like how they do Goblin Slayer, where it's like it's obviously a fantasy world, but they do like references to like being a tabletop or online mm-hmm. video game kind of thing. It's it's cute. Um, the animation is actually pretty cart like bouncy and energetic, and uh, it is kind of funny where it's like. She had, uh, there's this one episode where she actually like does too much grinding and leveling <laughs> that she's like, they're like, yeah, thank you for grinding all these wolves and pigs and whatnot. But uh, you almost basically caused a, an entire extinction of these animals. <laughs> so uh, please stop doing all these grinding missions and pick a different <laughs> mission, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, no, it is. It's, it's cute, but it's like, I don't know how to feel about it. And it's also just because there's a, there are other cutesy kind of anime this season that like caught me more, but mm. I mean, if, if this sound, if any of this sounds interesting, go check it out. Um, like there's this one right here. Uh, it's our next one by the grace of the gods, um, which is on Funimation. And it's also known as, uh, let's see here. Where is it? Where is it? Japanese is it? title. Dang it. Kamitachi <laughs> ni hero. What? Otoko. And, oh, um, it's it's basically like a sort of different iteration of like the uh what was that anime called the the time i reincarnated as a slime hmm. because it's but it's not like the same story and premise it's basically this uh 30 year old salaried man who dies and then it's like hey you had a stressful life so we're going to reincarnate you into a fantasy world and he basically turns into this like uh young 11 year old boy who uh like decides to use like the first thing he does is like use taming magic and basically amasses an army of slimes <laughs> and uh basically has made like all these variant slimes and they do like cleaning and they like eat eat stuff and like it's all like variety and then he encounters his family who uh like well he encounters this group of knights who get attacked by bandits and uh then like he helps them out and they're like man you're a very smart kid for being 11 years old and it's like oh yeah i've just been living out here my whole life and i'm like wow so uh we're gonna get our family we're gonna come back and we want you to come with us to this uh town that we're gonna be staying in and of course he meets this cute anime girl that's about her his well his quote-unquote age in that world (laughs) it's that kind of thing don't Um, don't look too deep (laughs) don't yeah don't look too deep on this or else it's gonna get creepy um and what's kind of interesting that it's a very laid-back anime like it's it like there's no like there's a demon lord that we have to stop and whatnot but it's it's more like uh like just small slice of life kind of things and at first i was almost ready to write it off until the most recent or one of them the second to most recent episode where um, the main character like does all this cleaning and such in the town and maybe unhold unfolds a or reveals a uh, corruption and whatnot and money embezzling and whatnot. <laughs> um, Wait a second. So we went from magical slimes and like cleaning up the town to like embezzlement. Like, well, like, it, it's like the, it makes it makes more <laughs> it makes more sense. Um, it makes more sense when you see the episode because it's like 
uh, he, he the first mission he takes within the town and after he joins a guild is to clean up this area that's been like abandoned and like all the junk is there and it just reeks and suppose and apparently a cat girl lives right next door to that place so it's like huh okay and then he cleans like the public like bathroom restroom areas and it's not it's not as gross as you would think it is it's just it's actually kind of like they're starting to build up the world and whatnot so he's a jan- he's a magical janitor who uses slimes yeah for so far <laughs> along with his friend the 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 nekomata yeah. i mean like it's like it's weird because it does introduce like animal people and um like knights and whatnot but it's not it's really like kind of like what he like all like instead of using like magic to blow up stuff and stuff he's doing it to help people and to be mm. kind you know it's it's like it's, it's like it's chaos be kind that kind of thing mm. and in that episode uh he reminisces about like the times he would come back from work and his mom would be waiting up and of course this being the japanese business like scene he'd come back at like three o'clock in the morning and whatnot mm. um and then he when her his mom passed away uh he missed that feeling and then when he comes back home and he sees everyone's there waiting for him to come back and it brings him to tears and it's just like well, that makes me think of something I've been taking for granted when I come back from work. Mm. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Right. Well, that sounds kind of, you know, nice and sentimental, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I kind of like about it. It's 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 like getting to that point of, um, like it's becoming more wholesome and finding its identity. It doesn't have the best production values, but I think it's, it's like, it's pretty likable enough. So mm-hmm. uh, I recommend it. It, um, it, it looks pretty wholesome. I yeah. I think I'm going to check this one out. Yeah. So uh, this one's only uh, came up because it's like, it, this is one of the latecomers to the season. So there's only one episode. It's a uh, DJ 4D first mix. That's a title. Um, mm-hmm. It's a multimedia project by Bushi Road. And they made like a bunch of like rhythm games and whatnot. And it's about um, a, it's about a girl who becomes really interested in DJ work and wants to make a DJ like music group and what's kind of interesting is that it uses cgi animation but it actually looks pretty good it's like pretty stylized and of course this being a dj anime it's uh, it has pretty good music it has to because if you can't make good music then what what are you doing <laughs> the only problem is that it came out a month after a uh, hypnosis mic uh rap battle royale or mm. rap because they have kind of similar ideas it's that kind of thing not much to talk about here it's um it's cute the cgi animation is pretty expressive um it's available on like every platform yes <laughs> I, I yeah i don't so I, I don't know when the dubs are coming in for it so i don't know where it's going to pop up uh so just one again um dj 4d first mix and like it's it's an acronym for something i forgot what so it's it it doesn't make the best first impression but uh it's 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 fine um now the one i want that i'm a little more interested in is this other a1 pictures anime called hypnosis mike division rap battle (laughs) this is the one that kind of like is kind of splitting people down the middle not because of like oh it's so good or it's so bad it's like this is trash but it's like becoming it's either going to be fun trash or trash trash that kind of Mm. thing because it's the whole premise 
is that the this female-led government, and it's going to sound really sexist really quick. <laughs> so, so forgive me, but that's how the anime presents itself. Um, that basically this female government uh, abolishes weapons, all weapons, no guns, no knives, no tanks. I think nothing. I know where this is going. And they replace it with these special microphones. And basically everyone in this world get, deals with stuff, deals with fights, with rap Reminds you of Simple Gear. Like Simple Gear is a, well, I mean, kind of. Or, yeah. or maybe a- AKB, or, or more probably more like AKB uh, 0048, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, they've banned music and they're like, music is like a... Like, well, it's 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 a weapon kind of thing um so it's like um so they say there's like a rap battle royale about to happen with these different rap groups and they all have like different uh gimmicks to them like one of them's a trio of brothers one of them is uh like has a group consisting of a yakuza guy a military guy and a police guy (laughs) and then or like another one which is my favorite group is a uh, fashion designer a writer and a gambler and the gambler is and his one gimmick is that he constantly loses all the money and keeps asking for more. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, I, the last one is like a doctor, a host, you know, like the host club kind of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, and a, a yeah, and a overworked workaholic. <laughs> so I don't know how that one works. Like an anti-meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically, it's like uh, the, like the whole thing is basically like. How to describe this? Um, every show, every situation in the episode so far are dealt with with a rap battle, <laughs> and the rap's actually really good. Like it's very. Rhythmic. I watched the, the preview, and actually, I I do agree. I, I can't wait to. Check um, it out. So it's like it's a super dumb idea, and it but it kind of goes with it because there's a scene in the second episode where a guy holds up an entire bank and basically comes in with like. Suicide, like a suicide bomber gear but every <laughs> instead of like because you know weapons are abolished right. so they ha- he has a bunch of microphones on him and he That's holds hilarious. someone he holds someone hostage with a microphone to their neck <laughs> 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 all right that's that's hilarious yes dude it's amazing oh it's so funny and of course <laughs> and <laughs> and like i mean like yeah sure every character has like one character trait like uh the like the host it's like he's the super pretty boy but he's actually nervous as hell about being the host um or like you know the gambler's a gambler who loses all the time the uh writer's very calm and stoic and uh or like uh the fashion designers he's like the super bubbly guy um like this is all husbando himbo te- like territory like mm. it, like if you're into that kind of stuff oh, you you got a, a selection here um and the only real problem is that it is becoming fairly sexist there's the female characters are not great especially with the fact that they have a female-led government a, a matriarchy I, yeah matriarchy <laughs> and i'm so worried about where that's gonna go because it's like describing it already sounds super like sexist and then it's like but th- like there's there are no good female characters and mm. I, that's probably the point because it's like you know pretty boys rapping mm. and whatnot um well how yeah. often do you have like a story with a matriarchy like like a, like an evil matriarchy i mean that's actually 
kind of interesting because yeah it's like i don't I, I haven't seen one bit of media in like any media from any country anywhere video games movies tv shows games or books or regard or anything that has anything like that so that's kind of interesting in my opinion yeah no it is it's just like <laughs> but the problem is is like the show kind of loses the plot because it's like i don't know how many episodes are supposed to be for this i don't know if it's i like think a, it's i think it's 12 or 13 so it's like when like the the story hasn't started that's kind of the problem mm. and it and it's like five episodes in and but and they introduced this one uh team this uh reporter group like a, a writer a photographer and the third person <laughs> um and they're just kind of following them around as the the major the four major rap group uh groups like solve crimes not not solve crimes but solve issues and whatnot um though it is kind of funny to uh man sorry i just lost my train of thought on this one um yeah we'll edit this part out um but it's like i'm i don't know how much longer i i'm going to be invested in this because it's a very like one note kind of show Mm. you know it's like how much longer like when's the plot going to start i'm I get you we're following these characters and whatnot and but it works because the char- the different rap groups are so distinct and the rap's mm. great so um so I'll yeah catch, I'll catch I'll catch the clips on YouTube <laughs> yeah yeah pretty I, I think that's really it because all the fights are one-sided the rap the main rap groups always win so mm. it gets a little boring it's kind of like if someone took the one punch man joke to like seriously it's that kind of thing um because you know the whole joke of one punch man is that well he beats everything in one punch and the tension is gone (laughs) so uh, the great thing about that well i mean that's kind of like a like a little bit of a tangent but the great thing about that is it actually creates more tension because when he's not there like all the stakes are like are super heavy you know so yeah it's kind of like this dichotomy that they actually use to a pretty good effect i mean with this it's like yeah Different. but with this it, it does it but it doesn't hit that though which mm. is unfortunate because it's just like the four rap rappers have not yet like faced an actual threat mm. that, that and that's kind of the problem right there but it, it's still a lot of fun to watch and the characters are all have distinct looks there's not an ugly person among them so mm. <laughs> um so now we're going to go into the good category um so um uh, this is the ones that might have their flaws but i think are still pretty good watches um one of the first one i i put up and these are like in no category of ranking i just kind of like put them there when i was watching them um adachi to shimamura and this is on funimation and by uh tezuka productions and this one's this one's like the the female romance anime but it's uh if you it's by the director um or no the writer of the manga uh he uh, Hitoma Iruma, who wrote Bloom Into You, which was a pretty popular anime a few years ago. Um, and it's about these two high school girls who kind of hang out around these uh, ping pong tables and just kind of chill. And for the first, and like, first off, it's a great looking show. It has pretty nice production values. Mm-hmm. And not Tezuka because... production. That's like Osama Tezuka. That's Astro Boy. Yeah, That's yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, and the intimacy between the two characters is actually really cute because they act like real teenagers. Not that they're all 
dicks, but uh, <laughs> um, not like that, not in that regard, but just kind of like they don't really know how to interact with one another, even though they're friends, but mm. they're also like a little more connected than that. Um, but then with the first episode, the big problem is that there's a great female romance story that's struggling with a director who wants to look at thighs, butts, boobs, and legs, like hmm. almost at every point. And some of it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of tasteful. But then it's like, okay, uh, we know why they're posing like that. <laughs> it's that I, kind of thing. I, I, I had a feeling there'd, there'd be a catch when, when, I, when I read on Wikipedia, this is based on a light novel. Yeah. Mm. No, and it's like, it's a shame because if you get past that first episode, it actually tones all that gross stuff down. Um, And it, it's like, it's, act, it's a nice little, ro- I, I'm a sucker for a good romance anime. Like I was super disappointed with the ending of Seeing Yesterday for me. Um, and like from the, uh, the spring 2020 season. Um, maybe, hold on, let me look up the title. But anyway, it's like, it's like I like the character dynamics between the two leads. So uh, the one I was referencing yesterday, wo utate. Um, I'd actually recommend that it's on Crunchyroll. Um, and, or, or at least the first half. Maybe just don't watch the last two episodes. <laughs> it's that kind don't of thing. finish it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but it's a really nice romance anime, and there's this kind of weird little a supernatural girl that follows him around it's not a supernatural anime it's just like it's just like this girl who's there i'm not entirely sure how to describe it is it kind of like the um what is it the robot and like uh clanad or like the the girl Uh, in clanad like where you know it's kind of like it's not she's not really there but like people can see her because it's like it represents something or yeah because she the two leads can see her and, yeah, but no one else can. Yeah, no one else can. Yeah. Um, so. and she wears like this little astronaut outfit everywhere. Mm. Um, so it might and, be kind of like this uh, metaphorical thing, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm picking up from, and it's a, it's like I said, it's a really sweet anime, and I definitely recommend that if you're into that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, this one, this is probably the Crunchyroll exclusive. I think it's the quote unquote best one, but I still have issues with it. It's called Tony Kawa Over the Moon for You, or fly me to the moon or as the japanese title um where is it here we go tony kaku kawaii um Hmm. so this is by produced by seven arcs um and it's uh directed by hiroshi ikehata um this is a weird romance anime but not because it's like a surreal well it's surreal in some ways but it's like here's the premise there's this young boy who's born and his, he gets his name called NASA Yuzaki. So a lot of people think he's going to be an astronaut or like be an astrology or whatnot. So he's kind of like, I hate the world. I'm going to just be the best of everything. So I'm not going to be named like, you know, uh, what what's that term? Uh, typecasted to be like, mm. oh, I'm going to be the astronaut or whatever. And so one day after coming back from school, he meets this... Uh, beautiful woman or a young girl and they're about like the same age or i think she says she's like a year older than him and on the day of meeting her well like let's just say he crosses the road without looking both ways (laughs) oh okay yeah great and but she saves him 
I don't know how they don't really explain this because she also got slightly damaged by the truck that hits the boy. Wait, 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 wait. So slightly damaged. So like, what is she like a robot? <laughs> no, no, just like a little blood on the head. That oh. kind of thing. Uh, not no. Well, that's the thing. They're kind of pulling from her being like uh, the moon goddess Kaguya. Uh, ah, okay. I I think that's where they're going with this, but they're not entirely. Sh- they're not saying what it's entirely about so basically he's like oh my gosh i saw you i want to date you (laughs) and then she's like okay i'll date you but we got to get married and it's like oh (laughs) it's like red flag that didn't go the way you expected it (laughs) yeah no um so then it's like after almost like going from like telling um the devil himself i'm not dying today until i go out with this girl He's mm. like, okay, like they make a deal saying like, hey, if you go, I'll marry you if we can go out. And and she leaves him for that day and then doesn't see him for like about five years or so. And, to, and then she comes back and she's like, all right, let's get married. And not five years, maybe like three. I might be hyper, mm. hyperbolizing. And it's just like, I'm trying to figure out where this show was going because on one hand, it's like, it's, there's a very sweet, genuine kindness to the anime. And there's also like something there's super funny stuff. And it's not as like a fantasy girlfriend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, though it is funny that she gets like in this most recent episode, she gets super excited about this movie being on screen. And it's like a mix of star Wars and Sharknado. interesting yeah um and she's like it's the peak of cinema and then like these uh rival this right this uh younger sister of the main of the main female lead um it's like she knows that the movie's on right and they're like yeah she should and it's just like well why should she watch it and it's like yeah it's like the peak of cinema and Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not going into a harem anime per se like i kind of get doses of like Ayori Ayoshi kind of thing mm. um but it's also like they don't know one thing about one another so that's kind of the issue I, I see people mm. having and I kind of have that issue it's like they barely know each other but they get married but they're very sweet but it's also like I don't know if they're trying to go at a uh like just young reckless love and whatnot you know uh, like, I see yeah I'm not saying it's, it's not it doesn't go like the route of like the graduate or anything like right. that. Um, like you can do that thing where they don't really know each other and they kind of elope or whatever, but um, but you have to still do it well. But you know, it may it, it seems at this point that maybe they are expecting you to buy into romance that they think is something else that it really than it really is or that it's turning out to be. Is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like it's like normally it's like I would date this person first, see if we connect and uh and then get married maybe but uh (laughs) but um but it it is amusing though so it's like it's good i don't know if i i know you'd have to be on a pretty specific mood to watch this one but um i think it's uh it's pretty good overall Mm -hmm. um though the next one i think is actually like definitively good it's called ike bukuro uh, Westgate Park, or for a Japanese title, um, where is it? Right here. Uh, Ikip- yeah, it's the same in the, the Japanese title. <laughs> um, so this is ba- this is this one's interesting. It's based off of a uh, crime novels, 
and then it was adapted into a live action series uh, by uh, Tsutsumi Yukihiko, and then a manga by Ira Ishida, and then an anime by uh, uh, Tomoeki Koshida. And it's uh, produced by Doga Kobo. And we'll see them pop up later because they do the uh, Sleepy Princess show. They do a lot of stuff. I looked, at, I looked up their profile. I'm like, holy smokes. They yeah. have a lot of stuff. So if you've played like the Yakuza games, it's kind of like that, but not Yakuza. It's basically this uh, young man who uh, named Makoto who helps out this gang of... Uh, they're not thugs, but they're not criminals. They're just kind of like... Uh, hired yeah ruffians hired muscle and whatnot and they take care of like issues Mm. because they want to keep ikebukuro like very like friendly peaceful and makoto plays like a middleman between some of these groups but he's mostly connected with the g-boys and they deal with stuff like a uh youtuber who gets uh threatened by a uh, group of youtubers who are threatening to kill him (laughs) Though it paints a pretty negative light of YouTubers that I kind of agree with. So <laughs> uh, I, I, I have mixed feelings about YouTubers in general. So that's kind of my thing. Um, I better not ever see your con- your podcast on YouTube. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I mean, I don't hate them, all of them, but I just hate the, the ones that kind of give everyone else a bad rap, that, mm. those kinds. Sure, sure. It, it, because that's what they're focusing on. It's mm-hmm. um, or, or it's like there's a a uh, a small franchise uh food franchise that's like s- strong arming uh workers and like saying like hey if you got a complaint you can't talk about it or else we'll send our tough guys to beat you up and whatnot it's it's like so far it's a very like story of the week kind of situations mm. and it's kind of got, got this cool urban flair to it which you don't which is kind of different that stands out from a lot of the anime this season and uh, it's got a pretty good rap uh, opening and ending. Mm. Um, I, I definitely recommend it if that if this. It looks cool. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. The art style yeah. is nice. It's got like a. It's got like a. I don't know. It's um. I've seen so many like rainbow colored like prof uh, you know posters and all oh. the the things we've gone. So many like bright primary colors have almost blinded me, and now to yeah. see like this kind of muted more like you know earthy looking realistic thing it's like ah much better (laughs) yeah so um (laughs) it kind of reminds me of uh i think i'm saying this title right uh durarara uh yeah 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 yeah. it's it's, it kind of reminds me of that but without the the headless horse woman thing (laughs) um uh so that i think it's pretty fun i i like i i don't know I, I think, but there are, there is this great little ramen place that's owned by these two super buff XG boys. So that there, there's definitely like a lot of personality to it, but um, we're going to move on to probably the ones that everyone can talk about. Um, the So we're going to talk about one of the few original anime of this season, the Taizo Samurai or the Gymnastic Samurai. Hmm. This is by uh, Studio Mappa. It's directed by uh, Hisatoshi Shimizu. And a lot of the production team behind this did uh, Zombieland Saga and Yuri on Ice. Hmm. And it's a unique anime because it's about gymnastics. I mean, duh, with the title. But uh, it's like, because I don't think, I can't think of a lot of anime that have gymnastics as a focus. I know they like to fetishize the tight outfits and such, but... Mm-hmm. Not but they had that one like 
butt wrestling one. Remember that one? Oh yeah, Taiko uh, <laughs> or Taizo or something. Um, yeah, <laughs> that got canceled. Um, oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, it did. The gifts I, I are was... amazing though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. Um, so, uh, so basically, it's a it's uh, takes place in the year two thousand two, and it's about a uh, Japanese. Uh, a well a gymnast who was about to retire and he's kind of in a rough spot because he got injured and he's getting up there in age before they have to kind of let the new generation take over and here's the weird stuff or i guess like it's i mean i guess it's like when it's the zombie land saga and you're on ice people you're going to expect some weirdness <laughs> um they uh befriend a an actual ninja from this uh, like little fantasy area, like nostalgic theme park where it's all like Edo period Japan, and um, and they save this ninja who is being targeted by immigration, and I'm not kidding there. That's actually a thing. He's um, being targeted by immigration. Yeah. So, so, and so far it's like they're. I'm not entirely sure where the story is going with this uh, ninja character. But um, but what happens in the first episode is that like you find out that the guy who's supposedly retiring um, is about to, like he injured himself. His wife, who was a famous actress, passed away, and he's he lives with his uh, mother-in-law and his daughter and this quirky big bird that lives not and it's not like big bird. It's just like this large hmm. like parrot, like pelican kind of thing, and um. And then, like, at the last minute during a press conference to announce his retirement, he unretires. So he's like, I'm going to keep going. And then it becomes kind of like a grounded drama mm-hmm. of, like, because this guy really cares for his daughter. And, again, we have a lead character who's 29, and he actually looks 29. Thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, And then it's like he has to deal with, like, this rival younger gymnast who who's, like, better than him. And just kind of like dealing with just, he's like, okay, I'm not retiring. What do I do? <laughs> um, and it has a great opening, uh, opening sequence where, uh, or like opening uh, animation where they, I think the main character characters sing a cover of a song from Orange Range who did the first, the opening song for Bleach, uh, hmm. like the very first opening for Bleach. And and it's a song called Shanghai Honey, and it's great. It's full of personality, and it's like it's what you expect from Mappa. The animation where... looks incredible. That's why, again, I'm not concerned about uh, the final season of a certain anime we'll talk about later because Mappa does a good job. Yeah, no, um, they'll do attack. Attack on Titan will be fine. Yeah. Um, so the only real problem that I and a few other people have run into is that they introduce a and like. You know, you think of Zombieland Saga and Yuri on Ice, the show would be inclusive and re- respectful of that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, they introduced this uh, obviously very flamboyant gay male doctor. And the first time you meet him is when the, he's at this bar that the mother-in-law runs and the ninja's working there as a waiter. And the doctor gropes the ninja. And it's like, man, you got nice legs. And it's like... Oh, you don't want that to be the first thing he does, even though he's like, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
even though he does like he's actually a good doctor and he's very he can be very expressive and entertaining as a character it's just also he represents a lot of homophobic stereotypes which is a real shame because you kind of expect but i mean because you expect better from the people behind yuri on ice and whatnot like but they have they they've kind of toned back that character he hasn't really appeared a lot since that second episode but it, it's like it's another kind of grounded series um and it's very sweet it's very it can actually be very funny and uh and the characters are pretty likable i i think it's a pretty great series but it, until we i see how the rest of it goes i kind of put it into the great the good category or no in the fantastic category this is another um, one that I added to my list too. Because uh, yeah. I'm looking at it and it's it's, it's the the you know, art style is really cool and yeah, because yeah. they're also working on this season's Jujutsu Kaisen, um, which I can't wait to talk about. Yeah, that that's <laughs> actually a, a an actually really good shonen anime. Like it's probably like the Yu Yu Hakusho of a new generation. Um, mm. But um, next up, we're going to talk about a uh, follow up anime, Yashahime Princess Half Demon. Um, which is, of course, the sequel anime to the nostalgic love it or hate it, or love hate it, uh, Inuyasha. So Hanyo no Yashahime Sengoku Otogizoshi. And what's kind of interesting about this one is, or at least to me, that kind of was nice. It has three female tomboy leads, which is something that I don't think I see a lot in anime where it's like the three main characters are tomboys or at least I can't think of one or like there's like look dark lagoon and uh stuff like that but it's like the whole premise oh, is like you mean black lagoon with like Revy? yeah oh. it's that kind of yeah with with her um like don't lose your anime card buddy <laughs> no. yeah. I'm sorry yes I'm just joking uh, I know <laughs> no no I've made that joke before on here so um I'm I'm constantly like that. Um, so that, so this is like, it's another one of those anime that's like, I'm not going to say it's like Boruto where it's like following Naruto by the next generation, but it is following the next generation where we're following uh, two da- uh, two of the daughters who are supposedly Shishomaru's daughters, but we don't know who Shishomaru got with. So that's going to be a hopefully interesting story link there. Um, and they get separated. One gets sent to the future, to like the modern world where Kagome used to live, and uh, then the third character is a uh, the daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome, and it's actually a lot of fun to watch. Granted, it doesn't make the best first impression because it takes the the first episode to basically be this little filler episode of Inuyasha with the main cast and whatnot from the anime because it's kind of like we'll bring you these main characters, but we'll, uh, we're going to ease you into it. If that makes sense. Mm. It's that kind of thing. Mm. So you don't really get to see these three tomboy girls. Uh, or I guess I get to say tomboys. Um, and, uh, into the second and third episode, it's that kind of thing, Mm. but it's actually a lot of fun. I actually recommend it. It has pretty good action. It's been, it's, uh, produced by sunrise um, oh i love sunrise yeah one of the best so, i mean they're, they're up there with uh with like madhouse and like the, the greats you know yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah. 
So it's like it's it does that whole next generation like sequel kind of thing better than from what I've seen. The character all the three girls have distinct personalities and it's pretty funny and no, I, I recommend it. Uh, is, so, is it a sh- is it a show you can watch with like without having seen Inuyasha? It's kind of recommended you at least see the final season of Inuyasha. Just, but mo- for, but for the most part, it's like it's pretty okay if you don't, because I understand the big issue of watching Inuyasha is getting through all the freaking filler, <laughs> just like Naruto and whatnot. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. like to get to the good stuff, and a lot of people I knew dropped out right after the Band of Seven in Inuyasha and I could man I I know it's kind of easy and hipstery to dunk on Inuyasha because of be, it, it was like the first of its kind at least for America you know it, it was like one of the first anime people saw alongside Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star and Gundam Wing hmm. and it, it, it put Adult Swim on the map yeah so um but it's a lot of fun I recommend it uh, and luckily we're we're almost done we're almost there we're to the end this is a I'm long episode good stuff man yeah no <laughs> don't uh, worry so, we'll, we'll get there <laughs> so the next one is kind of one that's starting to be really polarizing and i mean like the real polarizing you either love this show or you hate it wandering witch the journey of elena uh, which is on funimation and if you're curious about the japanese title it's Thank you. Uh, yeah because <laughs> now i'm going to do this Maho no Tabitha, uh, Tabi Tabi. Um, like eat? And, like Tabi 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 Mas? Tabi eat? No. To, or not that I can tell. I'm very uneducated in that kind of stuff. Let's but uh, I'm looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> Majo no uh, Tabi Tabi. I, I mean, it might be, but anyway. So, you know, with all the news of Harry Potter and whatnot, all the dumpster fire that is the creator of that you people need new uh, wizarding witch magic shows mm-hmm. this one takes a more laid-back approach where it's mostly a a very success a talented witch travels around and journeys her and journals her journeys and stories and then it's like for the first two episodes it's very laid back it's there's no like action or intensity or anything like that but then with this two second two episodes they like the third and fourth. It basically goes into dark fantasy Aesop fables. Mm. So it's like she encounters like a uh, like a kingdom where um, if if you bring it like uh, that's oh kind of gets overrun by this uh, plant that hypnotizes people and whatnot and turns them into like flower plant people. Or it's hmm. like she encounters this uh, family that has a uh, immigrant slave, and this boy is like, "I'm gonna make this spell happen where she can see a bunch of great things." But then the whole story, moral of like, just because you can show them that doesn't mean that their life will be better because you know they're slaves, mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's that kind of thing, and some people kind of have an issue with that because uh, Elena is like a observer she doesn't really do anything even though she's like the main character and like she's super powerful like kino's journey or like one of those kind of animes where you have this wandering character who's like learning about life in different places and there's like a lot of world building that kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's basically like that and you're either going to be down with that or you won't be and it's like some of the things it's like it's it's one of those debates where it's like couldn't she do something and it's like well if she could 
what would make you think that her outcome would be better than the one that you know you see right and whatnot also this you know obviously there's a larger issue at play that you know think you know doing anything about this one situation is not gonna fix the larger issue you know yeah yeah so i mean that's the whole that's the whole debate going on right now that people are having um but now that we get to the best stuff the best the this is the best anime of the season so Mm. let's start with dragon quest the legend of die because I also need a slight break from talking. My mouth, my throat is dry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll I'll go ahead and t- and take this one. Go. Oh snap! This this is a Dragon Quest anime. Yes. How uh, did I miss this? Like, how did I not see this? No way. Okay, so this is so this is this is actually interesting. Um, so Dragon Quest has had a couple different animes. This is this is called the Legend of Die, but there was. There was a series in the 90s called uh, Dragon Quest The Adventure of Dai. Um, it ran, it was produced by Toei, just like this one. Mm. Uh, but this was broadcast on TBS um, from July 1991 to uh, 1992. Um, oh, and apparently this is, this is the second anime based on Dragon Quest. The first, Dra- Dragon Quest is kind of a large monster of a franchise yeah Yeah. it's it's the religion of video games and fantasy rpgs there so (laughs) okay so before this there was um legend legend of the hero abel um which ran from december 89 to april 91 so there's 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 a lot of a lot of history but um some, something that I that I liked um, about this this anime is that it just kind of it just kind of feels like a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm. Like if this had come oh. out around the same time as like Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Yu Gi Oh, it, it would it would have been up there like in my uh, favorites. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, but the only reason I didn't quite like connect with it like emotionally as as much as like some of the other stuff is because um because i haven't really played any of the dragon quest games so Mm. i i was more just kind of enjoying enjoying this like as a casual fan well the 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 best part about this is that it's not based off of a video game any of the dragon quest games so you're pretty okay on that and so so it's 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 like it's like pokemon where it's not really a direct adaptation yeah, it's not, and it's not like that CGI film that came out uh, this oh, thank, year. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so earnest in its execution, and it's so likable, and it has a really good mix of 2D and CGI animation, and the characters are all likable. And I, I don't know how far you went with the episodes, but I've, I, I, I went right up to episode three. Okay, so um, episode four and five are great. So, <laughs> um. No, it's just like there's no there's no strings attached. It's not trying to be angsty and emo and whatnot. It's just fun, and I just like it. It's like it's not apologizing for being simple and approachable. Mm-hmm. But um, but now we get into the cream of the crop of the best. Let's talk about Akudama Drive. Yes. Yes. Finally. Mike, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you first. Yeah, you go first. What? What so um, mm-hmm. uh, just, 
what did you think about this anime? Um, what do I think about it? Um, so this anime is one of those anime that you watch simply because of how much swag it has. You know, it's <laughs> just you watch this anime and it really gets um, it really gets the atmosphere right. It's it's hyper stylized as I I feel all the best anime always are, um, and it has a um, like you know it's a, it's a very episodic thing as well. Like we were kind of talking about with some of the previous anime, um, where you know mm-hmm. every episode is, is kind of its own its own thing, and every character is also very. We were talking about this before too. Every character is very artistical to where you put them in different situations and they do the things that you expect. Yeah. And you have one character who's actually dynamic and who can change and, and, and be different. And, um, and also just the, the complete, um, and, and just like the idea of the, of the show is really interesting as well. Like, let's see here, I can pull up the, um, the, the description here, but it says, you know, many years ago, a great civil war ravaged Japan, leaving the country fragmented between two regions, Kansai and Kanto. In Kansai, a group of six Akudama uh, carry out missions given to them by a mysterious black cat while evading the police. But a dangerous journey is about to unfold when a civilian girl becomes twisted into the Akudama's ways of life and witnesses their criminal uh, criminal drives. So it basically what it does is it turns these like Akudama, which I, I can assume means something to the effect of criminal aku's evil and yeah yeah they're like they're like a like war criminals basically because they have like the whole world put like puts everyone has like like years of prison time depending Mm. on how bad how gnarly they are like some of them have thousands some of them have millions the Mm -hmm. uh the yakuza loan shark has four but (laughs) (laughs) right well it's funny because like basically these akudama like they're like they're their criminal sentence is their superpower so it's like they they literally like they they kind of tag themselves oh you know you're a you know you're a brawler and you're a a cutthroat like a cutthroat it's like a category like it it should be just murderer but like no he's a cutthroat and that's 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 what he's sentenced for as well as what his skill is and they all have like their own their own skills um which relate to whatever their crime uh, is basically which is interesting and then of course the enemy in this situation is the uh, the establishment the police the you know the, yeah. the powers that be or whatever yeah. and it just makes it for a really unique i mean the characters are super two-dimensional but it the, when you watch it, it it almost feels as though like there's a story being told um that's have to do with the, like, the ideas yeah. of the character as like they're basically kind of like what do you, what's the word i'm looking for um um they're they're using them as like uh like ideas basically in the story right yeah they're 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 um they're they're vessels for like all the themes and the right right basically like all especially the uh, especially those um what they call them executioners or whatever yeah who's basically their their job is just to kill the akudama and I just I find it hilarious that like they literally turn criminals into like supervillains with powers that are what they're yeah they're and then the same thing with the executioners like instead of just police they're like we're super police and our job is to kill the super criminals which are super I, murder and I, I super describe the series as like <laughs> Ocean's Eleven meets Suicide Squad but set in like the future Ugh. of Blade Runner 
dude yeah. that sounds amazing because it, it is it, amazing <laughs> well it is and it goes to suicide in a and it goes to suicide squad squad route with explosive collars so <laughs> yeah yeah it does i know it's amazing <laughs> no this is a this is an original anime and if you kind of get like dangon rompa uh, yes. vibes yes yeah one of the uh some of the team members worked on dangon uh, rompa three so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's why that's where a lot of this style and identity comes from and it's just so much fun to watch and yeah i don't care if the characters aren't all that complex the brawler is the best character fight me <laughs> i mean yeah he's definitely not complex at all <laughs> no but, but i love him and he's just like it's like his only solution is just like well i got a situation in front of me I better punch it and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> i, I like love cutthroat. brawler cutthroat's also like equally as two-dimensional and one simple-minded but um i just i don't know he's got he's like a child but he's a super he's apparently super old like a hundred like 150 years old or something like that he, he and, freaks out whenever he sees the color red yeah like he gets kind of excited about it and yeah uh, and he no, turns and, into like a child yeah like oh my god he's almost, yeah. yeah and um <laughs> so and the studio behind this is studio uh pierre uh piero uh you know pierre rot or i, I know yeah and uh you know they do naruto tokyo ghoul bleach uh black clover wow uh, great teacher onizuka man oh yu yu haka show nice yep. Um, and be at uh, Beelzebub, and uh, yeah, no, so this is like really, the best thing they do, <laughs> yeah, this is what they do, and oh, it's just so much fun to watch. And I can't, I always get super excited when the next episode comes up, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so but yeah, so highly recommended to one of the best of this of the season and probably one of the best of the year, um, yeah, yeah, up there with um, uh, Decadence is definitely up there, yeah, yeah, yeah. um. So this next one, and because like I, I kind of hinted at this earlier, because it's like it's a sequel, remake, prequel, something. Uh, Higurashi, when they cry, go like gal. So of course, if you're in, into anime, you know about Higurashi and how mm. notorious it is. Um, have both of you seen this one? I yes, I um. I actually watched this one uh, earlier today, and honestly, I don't know what to make of it. I, I am certainly intrigued by, um, by like the mythology surrounding, um, like the mythology surround like surrounding this curse. Um, they call yeah. they call it the Oya Oyashiro curse. Mm. Yeah, and um. um but I, I, w- I would tell, I would tell like people who haven't seen this yet to watch uh, Madoka Magical Magica first, because it'll it'll really prepare you for the, um, like the dissonance between the kind of cutesy art style, but the creepy undertone. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is so creepy, and it's like the best kind of scary, where it's like unsettling, like when- yeah. Like when he get when the main character gets a little too close to personal with like with asking questions, they zoom up to the mouth of the one of the girl he's talking to. The sound cuts out, and then she's like, "Like stop talking," and it's like, "Oh, okay." Or like in one of the few episodes, hmm. 
you find out that like while the boy was talking to a policeman over the phone uh like and he stops talking and then the dad comes up and he's like hey man i got you some tea and cook and cookies and it's like why isn't your friend here i let her up here she should be in your room (laughs) and it's like oh geez so she was watching and it's like i mean that's I mean, Higurashi and Madoka Magica were like the originators of the cutesy, super creepy yeah. uh, anime. And I know a lot of people have seen the original, which is looks kind of cheap and terrible animation mm. wise, but it's but it's it's kind of like intentional in some ways. Like it's yeah, it feels like very very cheap, very like the thing about about that original anime was how um sensational it was i'll put it that way <laughs> yeah because because at the, at the time there was like there was nothing like it yeah right yeah and like what is this <laughs> yeah because everyone's like oh here's a cute moe yeah cute girl goes, oh my gosh yeah <laughs> what is, is, is the original is the original series <laughs> streaming anywhere i don't uh, know i know since i film Arts has like the distribution rights but i looked up and on high dive and it wasn't there I'm not sure if it's on Crunchyroll. I don't know if it's on Netflix. So you might have to look around a little to find it. And mm-hmm. if you absolutely have to torrent it, but just try to support the official release if you can. That's all mm-hmm. I ask. Because um, I know the whole pirating thing is a whole debate on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm can just. I, uh, real quick, take a. Yeah, go ahead. Quick, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not sure if you wanted to, you know, just pause it or if i if i could maybe slip away and then come back but you you know we've been switching like quick enough to where i might not come back before the next anime and you know so i just wanted to dip out real quick thank you be right back okay Hmm. now um so like mike where like how unsettling was this for you like um like like how creepy literally literally the anime opens with um it opens with like i believe um is his name uh, Kaichi? Yeah, I think so. Um, let me. I'll pull up the. Yeah, but keep uh, keep going. I'll pull up the information. Yeah. So it it begins with fucking Kaichi murdering. Um, yeah, two of the girls. Yeah. Like you don't know the context and the twisted thing about the like I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a time uh, element too. Yep. It, because, like, um. I think it's like every every day in June, like it's it's like it's counting down to something. Yeah, and that's kind of the gimmick with the franchise, um, where like it's like kind of in a time loop. Just um, and this is kind of the th- unfortunate thing that uh, I mean, it this was a thing in the original storyline and whatnot. I had to kind of look it up and. Like what's a, it's it's so interesting to see anime like this where it it's like for the most part it's super cutesy very slice of life uh, small town kind of anime and then there's always that like a little element here and there that's so nerve wracking like it, like when uh, one of the characters who's uh, training to be a priestess it's like whacking the ground uh, during a cer- like a ceremony. It's like there's something way more insidious about that. Just like it's not just oh, this ritual's happening. I, it's just it's so creepy. It's like, and anime kind of has this issue of finding out how to be scary. 
even for stuff like uh like the junji ito collection failed to adapt junji ito's super creepy anime um and um it's because like bad production and bad directing and whatnot but it's like it, it it's 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 interesting to see the this anime and be like be super caught off guard with just how everything looks and just like because it's otherwise very cutesy very like you got kind of the ditzy girl with the orange hair you got the two bratty kids then the older girl who's kind of bossy and whatnot and then like just the underlying mystery of it all and I can't really tell if it's a sequel or not. I mean, I think some people say it's a sequel because it adapts a different storyline. But, like, I mean, like, so, like, watching this, would you be interested in watching the original series? Oh, hell yeah. Like, I'm... I I, I want to learn as, as much about... Um, about this uh, Higurashi... Uh, franchise as as i can yeah and uh a little fun fact the song that plays at the end of episode one is actually the opening to the old anime oh and yeah so it's a fun little easter egg for fans and the music was also a really big deal because they had a song called dear you and they would have like the different uh scene uh characters sing the song and they'd have all different contexts and lyrics and um Reminds me of like, like I've seen animes do that before, where the characters in the show sing it. Um, I think what is it, uh, Akunahana? Yeah, uh, Evil does that. I love the opening where they do that. It's great. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just a good anime. Like this is a good anime, and I don't care if it's a remake or sequel or whatever. I'm been I was able to drop in and still get what's going on. You can't say that about Noblesse because you know what we just talked about. so the next one we'll, t- we'll talk about is Talentless Nana, which is to me the surprise anime of the season. So Mike, you've seen this. Millennium yes. Mike, have you seen this? Um, I don't think so. Uh, what's, uh, what's the... Uh, the Japanese yeah. title? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm using an app that only has Japanese titles. Like there's no English title yeah. in this show. Uh, 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 Muno, Muno no Nana. Nana. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's, I was, I it's right that. by it's by it's right by Yukoku no Moriati, um, on my anime list, um, so I've been like Mike can tell you this. I've been keeping this anime a secret from about everyone I know. Anytime I talk about it, I'm super vague about it because I, it's one of those anime that you have to go in blind. Don't read the manga. Don't read the comments. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like when you're showing someone Cabin in the Woods for the first time. It's that kind of thing. Mm. And Mike, you know, I, I said this back when we talked about Gravity Falls, I recommended Talentless Nana. And I said, even comparing it to this anime, would uh, this thing would give it away. Mm-hmm. So when you first watch the show, so spoilers here on out. Oh, okay. Um, I want to watch it though. <laughs> um, it, I'm watching the, the teaser and it looks really interesting. So first off, like if but you yeah, think go this, ahead. you can, you can, I'm fine. I'll live. Okay. Spoilers from here on out. <laughs> so this looks like a very half-baked combination of like My Hero Academia and Assassination Classroom. A little Danganronpa in there. Yeah. 
and you think it's like ah the animation's not all that there and then there's this uh, bubbly pink haired girl and you think this guy with the green hair is going to be the main character and so it's in this world where there's these enemies of humanity apparently these super monsters and these humans have evolved to have uh talents as they're called they're not Mm -hmm. quirks but they're basically quirks Mm -hmm. um and see like she can the pink haired girl can nana can read minds the green haired guy boy can uh, negate other powers and like after becoming the leader in the classroom they're hanging out by a cliffside everything is pretty okay and you think oh these two are going to get together it's going to be boilerplate shown in anime mm. the pink hair girl kills the green haired guy you find out that she's an enemy of humanity but you find out that the whole school is a sham on this island where the government basically sends all the kids with talents there just to get killed <laughs> because they're the actual threats to humanity and yeah, so it's, it's it's a twist built it's it's a twist on a twist on a twist yeah so it's like decadence it's like, in that way yeah i was gonna um, say yeah like decadence yeah and um and it turns into a murder mystery thriller as you find nana trying to maneuver her way through the class and kill people and kill the students there dude and, this sounds absolutely incredible automatic ad (laughs) it's so good it is so good and and it's so twisted of how she takes care of some of the students so far and i'm not gonna say what i'm not gonna say what happens to don't yeah no i won't (laughs) let's just say the most recent episode made me drop my jaw because it's like something happens and it's like oh geez and i and i keep having those reactions every episode because it's like (sighs) I'm catching up tonight. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Mike, do you have anything to say? <laughs> um, okay, so I've I've only watched up to episode three, but because because I'm trying to catch up with everything else, like the fact that I had to force myself to stop watching after the third should should explain like how just how much I I just wanted to barrel through. Cause I, I got so invested in like a- after the twist, I was like, oh. Wait. So what? What else? What else is a lie? Like, who are these people? What? What is her? What is her deal? Um, I just wanted to know like everything. Yeah, it's mm. it's so good. It's one. It's instantly one of the best anime of the year. And just watch it. It's great. Um, okay, so we're gonna barrel through these last three. Um, next up, we'll go from Yukoku no Moriarty or Moriarty the Patriots, which is the pretty much the the crown jewel of production IG for this season along, alongside High uh, Um It basically follow it follows Moriarty of Sherlock Holmes fame, where he basically is an anti-hero. He helps out people who get screwed over by the rich, so it's very much eat the rich um, kind of plots and pulls off perfect crimes, essentially and. Mm. It is so good at what it does that it's almost like not funny of how good it is. <laughs> like, I well, you know what I mean. It's that that kind of thing. Like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It does. It hits that gra- greasy, grimy underbelly of Victorian Eng- London, and it looks great visually. And 
the writing is so good the pacing and how yeah i added this to my my watch list as well like this is one of the first i added like this looks yeah this looks really it, good it, it's really good uh mike you have you have any thoughts since you also watched this one um oh i have lots of, i have lots of thoughts um yeah go ahead so while while i'm not like the biggest sherlock holmes fan like i'm i've seen like i've seen like as as many like adaptations like as as i can but this is the first time that i've seen i've seen one where moriarty is at the forefront and i'm just and i'm just kind of fascinated i'm fascinated to learn like more about his backstory um i mean the fact that he has a backstory mm -hmm. that he grew up as an orphan with the with his brother um and how pretty much his whole crusade began with you know um his adoptive parents being kind of assholes yeah that's yeah. His, his villain origin story yeah basically and it's, it's just like basically all the villains are rich aristocrats or crats or cats depending on <laughs> uh um but it's it's so good if, and it's so clever how it weaves the mystery of like okay what's the situation how is he going to take care of it and it has a really baller opening theme probably one of my favorites i wish it was on itunes it's not get on that funimation or whoever's in charge of that just put it on itunes i have money i want to give it to you um, i'm really curious to see how they'll actually handle the lore of sherlock holmes in general like if, it, if this is going to be mostly just lip service toward it like hey you know this is just moriarty because we wanted to put it in this setting and we need like a, a like a smart you know genius detective to be the lead but we didn't want he needs to be bad so like it does does this have to be a sherlock holmes story or maybe they do a really good job with really incorporating the lore and and whatnot into well according, according to wikipedia holmes and watson will like will be in the show we just haven't seen them yet i think you see them in the opening but i'm not entirely sure that's them per se so it's i like, don't need well, to see them necessarily i'm just curious to see if they're gonna really like do a good job with making this a uniquely sherlock holmes world kind of story or if it's just another victorian england crime oh i know, see yeah thing. like if you could take it out would it change like would right, it matter right. much yeah I th uh, well, I think. Hmm. Not that it. Not that it means that it's bad. I oh just, no, no, no! I'm no. curious to see like how much. Uh, service I think they'll do it, to the. I think it pays enough lip service to still stand out, even if it wasn't like t tied down to Sherlock Holmes mm -hmm. lore and whatnot. Like you could still get a pretty good anti-hero murder mystery thriller out of this. Mm -hmm. And um, no, it's easily one of the best anime of the year. Also easily. Um, so let's get to the funniest anime of the season and probably the funniest anime of the year, Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. I love, I love this show so, so much. Yeah, this is the, uh, anime that's being done by the same people who do the Ikebukuro, uh, anime, the same studio. And basically it's a fantasy comedy where a demon lord in the kingdom of rest well or rest good or good rest i forgot what it's, it's it's a it's a sleep pun though so either way it's funny um 
the demon lord kidnaps the princess and a hero goes on a journey with a samurai and a wizard to go save the princess but yeah you don't really focus on them there's their side their plot is basically side like it's not even side it's not even a b plot it's like a d plot like it's like <laughs> it's, no- it, in 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 comic book terms it would be like um it would be like the back the backup story yeah and the whole premise is the princess is at the demon lord's castle and she's like well you know it's gonna take a while and i'm being treated treated pretty well here i might <laughs> as well just kind of sleep the entire day too bad my bed sucks and it basically turns into these comedic antics of the princess trying to get a good night's sleep <laughs> that that's the entire plot and you think it's like i don't know how well that that's kind of funny though because it's like i love it i love those kind of stories where someone trying to sleep and like there's always something like crazy out like that comes out of the the blue that stops you from like sleeping and like and the person who's sleeping doesn't care how just absolutely nuts and crazy whatever's happening yeah. is happening like they're just trying to sleep like the world could be ending and they're like <laughs> trying to sleep well, it's like the first. I love the kind of stuff, yeah. Well, like the first episode had, like the first thing she does is get a better pillow, and she sees these teddy bear demons. And at first, she's <laughs> going to gut them of their fur, but then she finds out that she can just brush the fur off of them, like if you're brushing the fur off of a dog or a cat in their mm. shed ink. And she makes a super nice pillow out of that, and she is constantly escaping her jail cell, and. Everyone is all the guards and all the enemies and minions of the demon lord are just mm-hmm. like, how is she escaping from that ce- uh, cell? And it's like she think they think she's constantly escaping or trying or wanting to escape mm-hmm. or try to find a secret way to take down the demon king by helping the hero. No, it's just like she needs a better blanket, so she takes a giant pair of scissors from the scissor sorcerer <laughs> and basically does a whole clock tower reference. Um, which it was a fran- a horror game franchise franchise that had a killer who used a giant pair of scissors. That's, that's and, like Shiley from a comic got kill. What? Like Shiley from a comic got kill. Shiley. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, Mike, what did you say? Um, some something I I I asked you like um, in like I messaged you earlier. I'm like I asked, is it based on a video game? Because like the like the way the story is like is set up is like every time she needs like a new pillow or a better blanket or she need she needs the sun to help to help her uh wake up better like um she goes on a quest yeah and and no she it's not based off a video game it's based off of a manga but it has like very like dragon quest elements and very generic fantasy game elements and like like she like she wanted to get a better uh, cushion for her bed or like a better bed so the first thing she does is break into the weapon or the armory department picks up a like this this wind enchanted shield breaks it by using a henchman made of that like a diamond like a floating jewel with a spear she puts the jewel grabs the jewel puts it into a bag and just starts slamming it into the shield (laughs) and breaks it and then it's just like oh this will be nice and it just takes that doesn't matter like the shield was super important and whatnot (laughs) and or it's like uh because of how dark it is like her sleep schedule has been screwed over so she needs like a an artificial sun (laughs) so she goes into the forest 
to find this sacred sword that can kill the demon king and everyone's freaking out because mm-hmm. it's like oh my gosh she's going to get the sword and kill us all oh my gosh no she just brings it back uses it as an artificial sun for sunrise and whatnot and everybody's like oh okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> it is constantly funny or like when she's a uh, another part of like when she's trying to find a better bed she ends up falling into a, p- a pit of lava with a slime and then she gets revived at the de- the demon church and she finds out that she likes these coffins uh, that she wakes up in she grabs the demon priest uses his <laughs> horns to to sand down the coffin and then uses the slime to wax it and then takes like three or four different coffins back with her to her jail cell and it is just so creative with how far it goes and she's not like quote unquote a bad person but she might as well be like an anti-hero because she's constantly getting like when she needs to get a better bed sheet she takes a pair of scissors and cuts a ghost in half and says like i don't need the arms and gut and mouth parts and it constantly <laughs> and, she'll screw over anything and anyone yeah pr- pretty I just much. Even think, she'll even think twice about it <laughs> yeah or it's like uh she'll bring or she'll like uh she she's like man i need a super strong sleep spell so mm. she goes and picks out like the most cherished the most powerful magic book that there is i think it's a parody of the necronomicon but i'm not entirely sure and then she's like the spirit comes out and is like huh i know all these spells that can help you defeat the demon lord she's like don't care i need a sleep spell mm-hmm. and it's like okay i'll teach you the strongest sleep spell that we have so you can use that to escape no i just want the sleep spell so i can sleep mm-hmm. and <laughs> then she ends up casting the spell everyone in the demon castle falls asleep except her yeah except her and then she like tries to burn the book because he's like, no, you failed me. I don't know why I'm still not asleep. Oh. And oh, it's so funny. It's these, it's the also surprise anime of the year for me, or the, at least the surprise comedy anime. And it's so good. I highly recommend it. It, it, it just watch it. It's so sounds hilarious. It's yeah, so it's, funny. It's, it's it's one of the funniest things that I I didn't even know I wanted. <laughs> like it, it's right up there of close enough as like the funniest comedy that I've seen this year. Um. So, yeah. So, um, we're going to talk about the final anime. We're finally through this. We'll probably turn this into a two-parter ep- episode because of how long it, it's gone. Yeah, it has been Oh, gee, yeah. Um, um, I'm actually drinking an energy drink. I had, like... <laughs> like yeah, two, so, yeah but, <laughs> No, no, far. go ahead. No, it's like... We're, but we're finally at the last one. We're going to talk about the hyped anime for Crunchyroll, Jujutsu Kaisen which is based off of the manga and it's being directed by the same guy who directed God of High School from last anime season. And it's basically, like I said, a next generation Yu Yu Hakusho. And it's, uh, by the way, it's animated by Studio Mappa. Is it a Webtoons? Uh... No. No? No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a manga. And it's basically about this boy who, uh, and don't worry, Jujutsu Kaisen is the name English and Japanese. So, uh, in a world where demons feed on unsuspecting humans, fragments of the legendary and feared demon Ryomen, Sukuna, were lost and scattered about. Should any demon consume Sukuna's body parts, the power they gain could destroy the world as we know it. Fortunately, there exists a mysterious school of Jujutsu sorcerers 
who exists to protect the precarious existence of the living from the undead. We follow Yuji Itadori, a high schooler who spends his days visiting his bedridden grandfather. Although he looks like your average teenager, his immense physical strength is something to behold. Every sports club wants him to join, but Itadori would rather hang out with the school's outcasts in the occult club. One day, the club manages to get their hands on a sealed, cursed object. And of course, hint, hint, it's one of the Sukuna's fingers. But little do they know the terror they'll unleash when they break the seal. What happens is the seal breaks. Um, our main character, uh, let's see, where's his name? Uh, Itadori, uh, Yuji Itadori, um, ends up saving his friends alongside a someone named a uh, jujitsu sorcerer, Megumi Fu, uh, Fushiguro. Um, but in exchange, but to, it's one of those anime where it's like, oh, this, this it's kind of like Bleach in a way, where the main mm-hmm. character gets like a superpower to last minute, and it turns out like it's one of those cursed fingers. He eats the cursed finger and become and gets the powers of this super powerful demon. And basically it's like, uh, he gets stopped by another powerful sorcerer named Saturo Goju. And it's like, you know, we could just kill you and take the cursed object back, but it would be better if we got, you got all the fingers and there are 20 fingers because this demon had four arms. <laughs> and along the way, like he, um, they meet another, a, the, I, I hate saying this, but the token female of the group, Nobara uh, Kushisaki, who uses like nails and hammers and like voodoo, like and straw dolls kind of magic to seal demons. And it, it's, it's basically like they take down demons and whatnot. It's very, somewhat shown in anime ish but uh it's really good like it actually elevates itself like yu yu Hakusho and whatnot like so it's like it's different enough from other most shown in anime to actually be worthwhile and checking out on a scale from uh one piece to hunter x hunter what how good is it i'd say it's very near uh hunter x hunter so far <laughs> Like so far, I mean, a lot that's of a One Piece fans are gonna hate me. <laughs> I I like One Piece, but I'm not entirely going to disagree with some of the issues. I've, I've, I've only I've only read like a couple um, chapters of One Piece. I haven't I haven't been brave enough to dive into the whole series. Oh, it's a commitment. It's too much Ooh. of a commitment like, at if, points. If, if if I'm going to do that, it's it's gonna I'm going to have to watch like at least 10 episodes a day for like the next 20 years <laughs> pretty much yeah oh, God. i mean that's what happens no um what's up so uh mike you watched the uh this show so um what what are your thoughts my thoughts are that yeah. this is this is the breakout um series of the season and i'm not i'm not just saying that because it's shown in but because it's shonen, it it's standing on the shoulders of Yu Yu Hakusho, Bleach, um, Naruto. My Hero Acad- yeah, My Hero Academia. It's like it's it's more of like the better shonen anime that are out there. Like, um, why is it good? It's really like the character dynamics that work, and it's like it's well, Mike. What what do you think? Why it makes it different from most shonen anime that you would consider? 
it's it's not just the character dynamics, but it's 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 the world too, and the design of the these like um, like these cursed creatures. Um, it oh. it remind it reminds me a little bit of Attack on Titan too, like the way like the way the Titans are drawn compared to like the humans, like they they look very um, very Mon- distinct. Yeah. Yeah, very monstrous in designs, and um, I got through like the like the net since you got through the third episode. You know, they're talking about like, oh, there's this creepy, uh, cursed womb hanging over a male prison, and the demon in there is actually super creepy and very strong. Like, it doesn't it doesn't ease you into the uh, like the threats. It kind of just drop kicks you into it. <laughs> Like there, like there are, I mean, of course there's like weak and moderately strong curses, but then there are curses that are actually smart and are actually like, could kill the characters and they actually do lose. And like, it's, and it's not like artificial or anything. And like, there's actually weight to their actions and to the story. There, like there, there's even weight to, weight to like. No, no Nakama powers? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no it's just like no uh mike uh you go on like um there's like every, everything has consequences even 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 if you don't if you don't think even if you don't think they are like immediate like um in in the first episode when uh itadori um cons- consumes the like the cursed finger um you know, he he transforms into the like a powered version of himself, but the demon takes over. Yeah, like he like he he becomes he becomes like a host for uh, Sakuna. Yeah, but like that that just that just means like start starting like the next episode. You reveal it's it's a tick it's a ticking time time bomb, like um. Sure, sure. I'm by by the end of the series, he'll probably like be able to control, the, like the demon. But the idea, the idea is like the jujitsu school, what wants him to collect all the fingers, just to kill him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like we're keeping you alive for right now, so be useful. Take down some curses, eat the fingers, and then we'll kill you once all twenty are there. <laughs> deal yeah deal <laughs> and it's it's got a much more vibrant personality and so far it also doesn't seem like there's going to be a lot of filler which is the, the death nail to many shonen anime especially this, naruto this, this season only has uh 24 episodes so it, it it'll be it'll be full yeah i think it will be more in the same vein as like soul hunter and fire force uh in that kind of regards where there's there's an actual story soul going on. eater so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Soul Hunter, like Hunter Hunter X Hunter uh, X Soul Eater. <laughs> Actually, Soul Hunter was an old anime that I love um, from the '90s that ADV brought over. So Ooh. that's what I was. Um, it's a retro anime. I they did remake it two years ago, and it was terrible, um, mm. which was a shame. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's like Soul Eater, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, it's like it's in the upper tier where there's like a set story and there's going to be no real filler or if there is going to be filler it's going to be more interesting than oh we better not make this ninjas laugh 
or something like that mm. or <laughs> or like and stuff like that and or yeah or or like you know searching for the best pot of, or best bowl of ramen and you know yeah yeah it's like <laughs> like it, it doesn't seem that it's like it's going to hit any of that and i and i love that because that would be kind of great to watch a more streamlined uh anime so it's kind of t- like i think it is taking like the production cycle of uh like my hero academia where it's like the director can take his time and to like plan out the episode the pacing of the episodes a lot more than like one piece or naruto where there is just constantly putting out episodes yeah i'm actually really surprised that you um that you and this is kind of a little tangential a little bit but uh this is the final episode we're talking about but you know, Attack on Titan season three. Or are we only doing new stuff? Like nothing that's like we're 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 just covering um new yeah, new new stuff. No no returning uh, seasons or Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. How how have we not talked about Attack on Titan? Yeah, I'm sorry, that's a little bit tangential. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh if you have, no, say it if you want, because like we're probably gonna talk about Attack on Titan at some point. Mm. So um but yeah it's also like attack on titan there's like like it really it's like it's a shonen anime that's cutting out all the fat it's all killer no filler Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so um and it's also got great animation and that shouldn't be a shock because it's the god of the director of god of high school so the action's pretty Mm -hmm. baller though depending on where you kind of drop off at that show (laughs) yeah where not when yeah that not when no i'll say this jujutsu kaisen (laughs) has at least a plot to follow or and it doesn't feel Mm. like it's it doesn't feel like it's rushed like god of high school was um where it's just like or power of god or any of the webtoon stuff (laughs) yeah the webtoon stuff just like it's been rough man i i really got on the hype train but it just yeah. No, I know that's what happens. I mean, Mike and I will probably talk about God of High School at a future day when all the English dub episodes come out. Um, but yeah, no, Jujutsu Kaisen is really good. Like, it's a good shonen anime, and I I want people to not be turned off by the fact that it's a shonen anime to check mm-hmm. it out. Even like the female character is so good that it pissed off a bunch of anime fans saying like, "No, she's too tough." I don't like that, and it's like, really? yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, those knuckleheads. <laughs> anime, anime fans will complain about anything. Seriously. Yeah. Um. I mean, I complain about everything, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um. But that's it. All the new anime we talked about them <sighs> all. <laughs> nor, nor, normally, we would we would end the show on recommendations, but given the size of 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 our main topic. I think we've given you plenty. Yeah, yeah, no, if any of these sound interesting, give them a shot. There are a few episodes are out right now. At least give it the three episode rule. Otherwise, like just like if any if you or if you're already watching some of these, mm-hmm. like Akudama Drive and whatnot, just keep watching that. Like mm-hmm. well, maybe have... maybe we could ask like I mean, I think we you pretty much like, the whole structure of this last uh topic has been kind of I guess your top recommendations but i guess maybe for mike and i like what is your uh you know what what's like what's your top three or your most anticipated because we haven't really necessarily talked about that i guess you know uh yeah no um like for the upcoming like the winter 2021 season or 
Or, well, I guess, I mean, I guess we were talking about this season that we're currently in. So oh, I guess, yes. yeah, yeah. What's your most anticipated, you know, to finish or, you know, uh, for to me, to vi- revisit uh, maybe? Moriarty, the Patriot. Uh, man, this is tough. I want to, <laughs> I want to do four. Uh, <laughs> uh, Akudama Drive, Sleepy Princess, and Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, my top four would be, um, Morari to Patriot, uh, mm-hmm. or the Patriot, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, Akadama Drive, and uh, Higurashi. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Akadama Drive. I mean, come on, guys. Akadama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would definitely say Akadama Drive for sure. Um, and then, honestly, surprisingly, um, Munao na nana, Munao na nana. Yeah, yeah. That like that. Oh, one, ta- oh yeah, talentless nana. That that dude, that's my number five. Dude, yeah. you got me hyped for that. Oh, and then so um, good. and then after that, probably uh, Moriarty. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, the, really. Mm-hmm. Th- th- those last few are like the best ones that they have. So yeah, big time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alrighty then, Mike. That's it. <laughs> well, yeah, this was this was a long one. Uh, we apo- we, apo- we apologize for the length, but like, like I said, don't be so shocked if this turns into like a two-parter. But I will say this: we beat you, Martin Scorsese. We made the longest thing ever. So <laughs> eat that. Uh, Zack Snyder says hi with his four-hour Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that some other day. But for now, uh, Mike. Uh, Thanks for joining us on this um, on this supersized episode of Tuned Up. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, yeah, so you can find me on uh, on Twitter. Um, I'm Vel- you know, Millennial Mike at Velcro16. Uh, that's V-E-L-K-R-O-1-6. That's Velcro spelled wrong with a K. Um, I have my own podcast called The Exiles Network, uh, which has you know, a few different podcasts underneath it. The Exiles Network podcast being the, you know, its namesake, uh, Ronin Council, which we do anime podcasts as well on that, um, as well as a few other um, spinoff podcasts that we do on, on other more topical situations as well. So definitely check me out there. Um, I've been taking a little bit of a pseudo break from Twitter. Basically, just I'm not on it all the time. <laughs> I'm trying oh. to. Um, so you won't really get necessarily too much. I mean, if you send me a DM, I'll I'll probably answer it. But if uh, you won't see me on the, on the TL too much. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. All right, Cameron. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at CamsEyeView. I run a website called CamsEyeView.biz where I review animated films called The Other Side of Animation. I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash CamsEyeView. You can find me in the Renegade Pop Culture Facebook group. Uh, I'll be posting some animation stuff from time to time, so watch out for, uh, for that. And uh, yeah, that's it. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CaptainK42. Check out all my quick thought reviews on letterbox.com slash CoachK42. Then find me in all the various Facebook groups, including our own at Renegade Pop Culture, just at my name. Check out uh, Renegade Pop Culture on Twitter at Ren Pop Culture. Uh, find all our podcasts on Apple, po- Apple, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you listen. Last but not least, check out renegadepopculture.com. Need escape? So do we.
That'll do it for this episode of Tuned Up. We will catch you guys later. Peace out. Bye. Take care.